Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. A podcast where we share with you great insights about everything family from over 30 years of parenting seven kids and over a decade of equipping parents through our Crazy Cool Family ministry. So let us inspire and equip you to build your best family. Hey, all you crazy cool families, we are so excited to talk to you today because we are going to talk about one of my very favorite things, which is the month of January. You only like January because your birthday's in January. <laughs> that is true. And so I would like to scoop all of you up and helping me celebrate my birthday all month long. God yes. was so good to have me have my birthday at the very end of the month so yes, I can yeah. take advantage of it all month long. That's right. And we do. <laughs> but that is not what we're going to talk about today. We're just going to talk about how how, how to do January? How do we do January well? How do we get on the other side of Christmas and the bills and yes. the decorations and the fallout and the exhausted, strung out, you know, tired kids that slept till 10 and now they have to be up at school by seven? We are going to inspire you towards <laughs> a wonderful January that's going to kick off a wonderful 2024 for your family. Yeah. And so we just want to ask you, what would it take? What does it take to make January be a springboard to launch you into the best year, into the best relationship with each of your kids for 2024? Yeah, and, and so often with, you know, December's a busy month. It's, it's really kind of an interesting month because it's busy, but it's also slower because there's not school and there's no yeah. schedules and families coming in and out and a lot of you're traveling and all those things. And then... And, and it is expensive. I mean, it, you know, um, one of the best things I can tell parents is to, one of the things, the best things I've ever done in the last few years is escrow for Christmas. So, I, you know, because it, I used to get so Save frustrated. Save for my spending. Well, because, you know, if you put back money every month, then when Christmas comes, it doesn't feel like a big hit. You just mm -hmm. move the money over. It's already there. And that's, but like, what are your stresses that you're, there's so many things where like Christmas is done. We're through stressing about Christmas, but we're really not. Because there's bills to pay, there's decorations to put up, there's you know maybe there's sickness that happened over the holiday from your from the holidays because it's flu season and there everybody stayed up late and ate way too much sugar. You gotta return gifts. You gotta yeah. you know whatever it is. It's like it doesn't just end December twenty. And the kids have a break, so you gotta we gotta restart their routines. Oh, yes. Everybody, I know the first like. Um, the first week of the year, I had to just, it took me like two or three days before I could get into work mode again. Right. Because it, and so just allowing yourself. So one of the things in January is to allow yourself some space, mm -hmm. some space to recover. And really, and this also parents allow your kids space, realize that they, they get a long break. You know, mm -hmm. they get you know two or three weeks, their college, it's four weeks there. And so it takes them a while to, and they've usually, you know, if it's your kids, they've usually slept till 11, you know, they've you know, done those things. Well, okay, how do they get back in transition? Um, help them with it and give them a little space to do it. Yeah, and so in this series, as we're starting out in this podcast series, it's our um, our sixth our sixth season, and we're talking about relationships, and specifically, we're talking about parent to kid, and so that's what we want to talk about in the month of January. How do we, as parents, connect with our kids? How and when they need to be connected with? You know, this morning I spoke to. I, I, in the fall, I'd spoken to a bunch of men and I decided to challenge them. And I asked them two questions. I said, here's the questions. 
do you want to have a great relationship with your child? They all said yes. Second question was, what's your relationship like with your child? Mm -hmm. And they all said, eh, it's okay. You know, I wish it were better. I wish I could do more. And so I challenged them. And I just said, hey, if you'll come with me, we'll talk about it. So I had my first meeting with them this morning. And it was amazing because they were all challenged to build these relationships with their children. And I want to challenge you the same way. We want to challenge you the same way and say, what does it look like? What, what would you like your relationship with your child to look like? Let's just say at the end of 2024, what would you like that? And here's where you start. In January, you start building those things now so that you can look at at the end of 2024 and say, wow, my relationship with my child has improved this year. Yeah, I love it. In Isaiah 40, 43, 19, it says, see, I am doing a new thing. And I love it that God sets our calendar up like that. And in January, January is a new year. It sets out a new year. And is, um, even in nature, the spring, the new plants and the, the, the flowers and all the things are going to bloom up. And so I just want to encourage you that God is doing a new thing in your child's life. Each day they are maturing and they are growing. And so if you see a lot of the times when we say, you know, pursue your child, connect with your child, you know, love your child. We parents here change my child, make my child different. And they go into the, the list of things that they don't like about their child and the things they want to change. And so 2025 is going to be great because 2024, I'm going to make my kid obey all the way right away in a happy way. I'm going to make my kid, you know, be neat and tidy and clean. And I'm going to make my kid eat everything that I put in front of them. And, and all the things that we perceive as faults of our kids, those are the things we want to go after. That's not necessarily what we're talking about when it comes to January, when we're talking about a new thing. If anything, parents, I think that we'd like to encourage you to maybe even see your child through a new lens, through a new perspective. What, how does God see your child? How did your children, how does, how does God perceive them? What does he want for them? Well, and maybe even, um, what if, you know, again, we're talking about space and just kind of letting January be a month of transition, getting started. Um, I don't know about you, but like I said, it sometimes takes me a little bit time to get started. And um, what if January was a month you listen to your children? Mm. What if a, what if January was a month that you just processed with them? And and, uh, and for some people, you know, like us right now, our because of the sports schedule and the schedule, it becomes a, a, not a busy time. Where is it for you? So a lot of times our Januaries were super busy mm -hmm. because we had five kids playing basketball or whatever it was at the time. And uh, so where is your life and where is, but where can you carve out time just to listen to your kids, you know, um, and, and to see what, maybe what they're thinking about this year and what does it look like for them? I love that idea. And just um, to create that, you know, time and space, just to give you some ideas um, in the car, so valuable. When you pick them up from school, if they're like my, uh, my youngest child is now driving. And so I just make it a point to be home when he's home 
or greet him with, if I'm not here when he's here, then I go find him and I greet him when I do get home. And so to, so one is in the car, great place. Another one is to intentionally pursue them and find them, you know, where they are is a couple ways to text, uh, a couple ways to connect with them. But another one I was thinking of is even to text them, to check in on them. Hey, how's your day? How's it going? Some schools allow that. Your college kids, you can for sure do that with. Well, and it doesn't mean text them. And so often, I think as, as parents, especially when, you know, we're transitioning and you're, we're frustrated and things, we tend to be a little bit more nagging maybe with our discussions and <laughs> did texting. you do this did yeah. you take care of that have yeah. you done yes and and we're frustrated with our kids and maybe just you know what we're kind of talking about is what if january was a month of grace mm. as we and, and so that we can tackle february you know what if we december's so busy what if january is more of a month of grace not necessarily that you don't you know skip you skip practices and things like that but just realize that there there's a little bit of transition that goes on in january and so uh but then we get into the February, March, April, May when things start to, you know, the really the spring is in full force. Yeah, and one of the things that I've always wrestled with is January, there's this this momentum that comes that the world has. You know, the New Year's resolutions and starts the diet and lose the weight and do the things and we're going to keep the house clean and have all these systems that I put into place. I'm not a systems person, so it's an absolute joke. We do it for about a week. And now that I've gotten older, um, I've realized that I actually put it in my calendar, set January aside. And I've, it, God's been doing a work in me to think about that, that, okay, January is the first month of the year. What would it look like if we just set, if I just set the month aside? Now, of course I have to get the things done, do the things, take the kids to practice, fi- fix the meals. I put the Christmas away. The things have to get done, but not just run into it full force with all these expectations from these resolutions and all this stuff. And like you said, Don, pick up that in February and in March and kind of slow, you know, walk into the momentum of the new year, if you will, giving it space and time, listening to my kids, seeing what their needs are, meeting them where they are, instead of just rushing into my to-dos. Well, and think about it that, you know, God always wants the first of what we have. And what if we gave him the first of our year? And what if we gave our family the first of our year? And, you know, that what if we, um, and again, don't know where your schedule is, and so uh, that may it may be more difficult for some where the schedules are really picking up in January. But for a lot of us, we can we still just have to figure it out how to how, how to help your children uh, and help your family not just be rushing all the time through January. Yeah, and so. In the midst of all that, let's just talk about connecting with our kids in the month of January. Let's just send them with something practical, some ways to be practical on how do we do that. And not just with our kids, but with our family, with our spouse. So much to talk about, though, with your kids right now, because so much, so many things have happened, so many shared experiences that you may have had. So what if you start to talk about, hey, What'd you think about that trip to grandma's? Mm-hmm. You know, what did you think about what they got you for Christmas? So many conversation starters right now that you can have because you have so many shared experiences during the holidays that you don't have as much in once school starts. Yeah, that's true. And yes. so I think that there's, you know, there's so many ways to, um, and again, um, make it about them. Mm-hmm. You know, just that's, 
I find that's so hard for parents to do. And I know that uh, with the best intentions, because two things, one of two things happen. We think because they shared a story, we need to share a story. And the second thing is, is we think once they tell us something, then we need to correct it. Mm. And if you can stay away from both of those and just say, hey, what'd you think about this? And, and, and not turn it into an argument, a lecture, a, oh, oh well, I thought, I mean, just, or maybe, you know, uh, get a couple of kids together and say, man, what do we, let's all just think about, because you can even say in terms of, okay, let's think about the holidays and what we want to do, what we liked about it and what mm-hmm. we want to do differently. You know, things like that. So many things can happen in January that really don't happen the rest of the year. Yeah, and as you were talking on, I was thinking about one of the ways to um, build the relate the conversation to go further is one of my the my favorite questions is, um, tell me more about that. And so as they're sharing their story or their experiences, whether it's over the holidays or whether it's um, going back to school and what's it you know what's the the teacher like in the classroom and the you know whatever you're talking about with your kids and they say their sentence or two or three. Tell me more about that. Well, what do you think about that? Well, how do you feel about that? How do you want to, you know, h- how do you want that to be the same or different, like you had said, Don? And so I just want to encourage you to um, press in with questions that um, go deeper into the topic that they are talking about, the topic they've chosen about. Well, and also there's a line of questioning you can do with your kids because the January starts a new semester. It, it may start a new season, you know, things like that. You can not only can you ask them about what happened in December, but hey, what are you thinking about your semester this year? You know, what do you think? Which classes are going to be hard? What teachers do you like? Whatever it is, what, what about basketball or track or band or whatever it is that they're doing or, you know, or learning an instrument? What, you know, what, maybe even asking them, you know, what do you want to do this year? Mm-hmm. There's so many questions that the new year can bring up. All we're trying to do really is give you conversation starters to connect with your kid. And, and then once you do, they're going to be there, you know, parents say, well, how do you get my kid to talk? That's how you do it with questions and you find common ground and then you don't lecture and then you don't uh, do the things that shut them down. Yeah, I'd say I'm so glad you said that because we get that question all the time from parents. What do I do or how do I get my kid to talk to me because they won't talk to me? And so I love it what you said. You said don't lecture is one. Ask questions. I would say ask safe questions, not like um, what are you doing? Where are you going? You know, those kind of questions, but curious questions. And then another thing that you can do, another question that you can even ask is tell me something I don't know. And let them pick the topic instead of you directing the topic with all of your questions. Tell me something I don't know. Tell me something else. Tell me something that I don't want to hear. Tell me something I do. Tell me something I do want to hear. Tell me something I don't want to hear. And and start being even more general as you're drawing them out. And I can't. We cannot say it enough. And Donna's already said it, but I'm going to say it again. How you react to their answers to your questions or how you react to the the conversation that they are having or choosing to have with you will open or close the doors into the next conversation and the next conversation. Yeah, it's either gold or silver or hay and straw. I mean, literally <laughs> how you respond is going to be, you know, um, and, and just another, yeah, so much about um, and I've had to learn so much in that area. I just have, I, I promise your parents, you may feel like you're, um, you know, a, a bit, um, 
handicapped at that um, in that deal. I, I certainly was, still feel like that to some extent. But I mean, you can you can learn so much in that area. I wanted to share that it was interesting today. I was talking to um, I, I was doing a podcast. It'll come out later with. Um, uh, the man in charge of what's called the Legacy Coalition, which is a organization that um, trains grandparents about, you know, how to Christian grandparent organization, uh, fascinating organization started from scratch by this guy. But he was telling me that, you know, that this grandma, and so, you know, it, it's a grandma story, but it relates to parents. This grandma was struggling with her child on her phone. I was asking Larry's his name. I was asking Larry her about her grandchild or her adult child. No, her grandchild. She so he had a grandchild She's, over, okay. and so she was um, she was struggling with her ten year old grandchild being on her phone. And so we were talking about how how do grandparents deal with technology? And she was so she said I wanted her to come and sit and talk to me. And so she eventually said, if you don't put your phone down, I'm going to take you home. And the girl, she found her on her phone again, and the grandma did. She took her home and, and totally alienated the 10-year-old from the grandma. And so Larry, uh, who's a very wise man, he said, he asked her, he said, you know, he asked the grandma, he said, what if you would have just sat down with her and asked her to show you what she was doing on her phone and, so good. and, and ask her about it. All she was doing was playing a game. Right. And, um, and he said, what if you just sat down and asked her? Joined her world. That's what it is. You exactly. join her world. I'm so glad you brought that up. Do you want to? No, say? go for it. No, just because I just want you to understand, um, you know, moms and dad out there that we're, we're encouraging you to ask your kids questions and you're going to ask them questions and they're going to fall short. They're going to answer with one word. It's fine. It was okay. You know? And so I just want you to, I just want to encourage you to read the situation and see, okay, they're, they're, they're home from school. They're exhausted. They're extroverted out. They're hungry. They, they want to nap. I mean, so many times our 17 year old will come home from school and I'll greet him. Hey, how are you? I don't have any deep conversations with him. I, you know, he gets himself a snack, he goes upstairs, he has a few minutes or hour or so, and then comes downstairs and he's ready to talk again. And so I just want to encourage you, just like that grandma, give your kids that space, give, join them in their world, understand and see that. Don't demand, don't come in and say, the Manning said on the podcast <laughs> that you're supposed to talk to me and we're supposed to connect because it's a new year. And it's like, yes, yes, yes. But know your kid read your kid they will talk to you can i tell you something can i tell you something they want to talk to you your kids want to be connected with you even when they even if they act like they do not deep down they do it's just that fill in the blank you know they're tired maybe you're not safe maybe I mean, it could be a number of reasons why they don't want to but that does not mean that you you can't you shouldn't pursue them Seriously, parents, I want to bring that home because um, it's just it's important that you find ways like I would talk to McKay this last fall about football, just about. And he knew every he was on defense. And so he would talk about every um, uh, defensive strategy. And, man, he was so over my head because I because I'm not a football <laughs> if guy. He was over Don's head. He was way over my head. But, but you know what? I mean, um once we I found just like with technology, we find their interest, we find their world and we talk to them about it and then we engage them. That's there's there's just an art to engaging your child. Mm -hmm. 
And um, and as you and it's a great time as you start the new year. What we're saying is create some space. Start the new year with creating some space. Come through with don't just plow into the new year. Um, the world tells you that. The world says it's, it's, you know, like I said, it's time for the resolutions. It's time for everything. You know what? God's ways are usually different than the world's. And it's not that we're lazy. It's not that we're not going to do anything, but we're just relational. We are intentional about starting at a good pace of helping the transition of, you know, whether that be they come home from school that day and are tired, or maybe it's the first couple of weeks of getting started with school or whatever, just starting with practices again. You know, so often we, we don't have practices for a couple of weeks and then physically they're starting to get back into shape as they go into basketball or whatever it is. Um, it's a, it's a time of renewal. It's a time of transition. It's a time of new birth, like she was saying. Yeah, so January, what are you going to do with it? How are you going to do it well? How are you going to connect with your kids? How are you going to use this January 2024 as a springboard into building the relationship with your kid, a relationship that may be incredible and wonderful, but it's going to be beyond even that. Maybe it's not so great, and it's going to be incredible and wonderful. And remember, we were just what we said at the beginning. Our purpose here today is to inspire you towards dreaming about January and then just getting a good strong kickoff to your year if that's not happening for you right now just figure out how to take a next step figure out how to slow it down a little bit and um, and just to, to transition well into the new year um, anything else Suze no, it's going to be a great January. It's going to be a great January. <laughs> hey, if you've got anything, any questions you want to ask us, anything like that, just email us. You can email us to info at crazycoolfamily.com. Uh, have a great January. <laughs>